Australian investigators say it is unclear whether the woman who cooked a lunch that turned lethal ate it or the mushrooms that are believed to have fatally poisoned three other diners. A fourth person is seriously ill in hospital after the shared meal in a small South Gippsland town in Victoria. Now, police have spoken to a woman who is the daughter-in-law of two of those who've died. Her children have been taken into care while the investigation continues and items have been removed from her home for forensic testing. Now, the case has turned the spotlight on foraging, that is, collecting wild food. And Peter Langlands is a professional forager and joins us now. Hi, Peter. How popular is it to go out there searching for food? Oh, yeah, kia ora, Lisa. Yeah, it's certainly um, getting a lot more popular now. And, um, yeah, the interest is exponential, really. It's, it's uh, quite, a, quite a wave of um, foragers out there on the landscape. What about mushrooms in particular? Oh, definitely. Mushrooms are a real focal point for people. Um, yeah, they've really captured people's imagination, and especially, as I say, in probably the last few years, it's, it's just, uh, yeah, it's phenomenal. So there are some dangers. What are the tips yep. that you can give us and um, what to be wary of? Yeah, it's it's a real science. You have to be really totally 100% sure of what you're um, picking. Uh, there's just no room for error. I won't say there's not much room for error. That's become a bit cliche. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it is It is a really technical thing. Um, you've really got to be slow and methodical with mushroom foraging. Um, yeah, look, it's you can't really make any assumptions if there's a whole lot of mushrooms growing together and they all look similar. You've still got to slow down and look underneath each mushroom and just confirm its identification. Um, yeah. So do we have and super so dodgy just, mushrooms? Sorry to interrupt, but do we have actually super yeah. dodgy, deadly mushrooms in New Zealand? Oh, totally, yep. We have the death cap in New Zealand, Amanita floides, which is really, yeah, the number one killer globally. Uh, it's, uh, and we've got a whole host of others. So, um, yeah, there's, there's uh, 15 that come off the top of my head that are pretty much deadly straight off the bat. There's a whole lot that will cause um, some pretty bad symptoms. Um, like what? What are we yeah, talking so, here? Um, oh, I guess it's uh, a lot of it has been outlined, but it, it's really um, intense nausea and then uh, excruciating pain and uh, very much um, goes in waves and delays and honeymoon periods. And um, the death cap is quite an enigma too because it actually, uh, from the few people, people have survived eating it, it actually reportedly tastes really good. And that's why whole families have ended up eating death cap mushrooms. And the, um, the the nausea and the impacts are quite delayed. You have to wait several hours at least before you, you'll feel sick. So, Peter, um, to that so, point, yeah. to the point that people have yeah. said it's a, it's a tad tasty, this deadly one, the other yeah. thing a yeah. colleague pointed out, usually nature sends you a very strong signal that yeah. you should stay away from something. It's usually weirdly coloured yeah. or bright or whatever. Not so with yeah. these things, is it? Uh, no, not at all. No, it's uh, from an evolutionary point of view quite an enigma, actually. Um, yeah, so. How do you know it's a death cap? What are the telltale signs? Oh, yeah, well, it's got quite a fleshy white base in the ground. Um, and then out of that bulb, the stalk comes up. It's got really clean white radial gills. And it will have a lemony olive coloured. Uh, cap. Um, 
And they're also what's known as a mycorrhizal mushroom. So they grow in association with trees. And in New Zealand, uh, my understanding is primarily oak trees. Okay. Well, you couldn't trust me with that one because that sounds exactly like the yummy mushrooms I buy at the supermarket in terms of its look, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a cliched mushroom. It, it looks really, it looks really quite attractive, actually. It, it's quite an elegant mushroom. Um, but yeah, I've actually never personally seen one in the flesh, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'm in Canterbury, and they're extremely rare here. They're mainly in the Nelson, um, Waikato, and Auckland regions. We have also noticed a trend, like of people taking photos of things when they're out foraging and putting them up on social media and saying, yeah. "Is this okay to eat it?" Sort of seems a bit yeah. roulette to me. That yeah, it is. Um, if the person does it well and takes a series of say six diagnostic photos and also does a spore print, then you can be pretty confident um, of getting the identification right. But that only pertains, of course, to that one mushroom in the photo, and that you have to make sure that all the other mushrooms have got are the same. But yeah, there, there is a standardised way of taking photos of mushrooms um, to confirm their identification, but you have to show the top, you have to show from underneath, um, you have to show it in situ in the environment it's growing in, and you also have to show the base of the mushroom quite clearly, um, and also maybe in cross-section as well with the mushroom cut down the centre and cut in half, because some of them will have diagnostic colour changes over time. Um, so, yeah. So basically but, yeah, best not really to really eat it. Best not to eat it. If in doubt, chuck it out. Yeah, no, exactly. That's a that's that's the golden rule. Um, it pays to go out with an experienced forager. I run professional foraging courses with um, fungi, and I've also foraged mushrooms for restaurants. Um, and that's that's really put it to the test. Um, and yeah, touch wood, everything's gone well. There's just no latitude for error. Um, yeah, it's, I, it, it's it's a real wake up call, I think, for New Zealand because it's. Our season really is going to start up in the next few months, and it's a good time of year, I think, for people to be made aware of this issue. And my thoughts go out to the people who have been involved, the lady that this has happened to and the person that's still in hospital. Um, yeah, it, it's one of those things. It's, um, it's yeah, it will really knock them uh, quite. It's, it's certainly, um, yeah, no. It, it is a terrible, terrible a thing. Peter, while we've been talking, yeah. people have got in touch. They want to know if poison mushrooms have a particular smell. Uh, no, not really. There's no golden rules. So you just have to go species by species. Um, there's some generalities. Generally, if a mushroom's got really bright white radial gills, be extremely careful. Um, a lot of the mushrooms that are brown rusty radial gills too are quite toxic. Um, also be extremely careful when you pick mushrooms in the early stages. Um, that's when the different species can be confused. And if anyone does eat a mushroom and they think they've made a mistake, my personal advice would be just don't hesitate. Just ring 111 straight away. Um, and you can always back down from there if you need to further yeah, down the track. Yeah, good advice. Don't take any risks. Don't take any risks and get help. Thank you so risk. much, yeah. Peter. It's been fascinating talking to you. That is Peter Langlands, who's a professional forager there, talking particularly about mushrooms.